This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. I'm the Bomber. And I'm the Bell. And we are a black married professional couple. And on this podcast, we share our experiences and tips as we traverse the swinger lifestyle. Welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Okay, hello everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle episode 12. That makes this our dozenth episode. What is a dozenth? A dozenth, you know, the 12th episode, man. Why not just say the 12th? Because uh, why not? Why why do we have the word dozen, Belle? But it's why dozen, do we have not the word dozen. Yeah, but I'm saying it's the dozenth episode. Okay. Like the 11th episode, then you're at the dozen, dozenth episode. No, it's 11th, then 12th. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so how come they don't just say 12 eggs? Oh, it doesn't matter. All right. All right. All right. So um, thanks for tuning in. If you have watched, if you have, excuse me, listened to all our episodes, we really appreciate it. Um Please do like, share, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, subscribe, rate our show. It really helps us out. You know, there's a lot of black folks that are in this lifestyle that still don't know that we are doing our thing on this podcast. Mm. A lot of black folks say they love our show. They're listening in. They find it very informative. Um, and we appreciate that. Um, so please do, uh, for those of you who are listening, share this with other people who you are comfortable sharing with uh we know not everybody's comfortable with sharing that they're in the lifestyle or they're they're interested in all things lifestyle but please do share send anonymous links you can do that yes and um please email us a lot of you uh you know you got questions and stuff like that we really appreciate it we've been getting more emails um for those of you who are shy please don't be send us an email we we will read it on air we're going to read one on air that i really like that we got recently and i really like answering emails yes for those of you who just want to um you know talk to the bell the easiest way to do that is to send an email because i'm not reading them shits um (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm just kidding i read them but she usually answers them so yeah you're gonna get a bunch of emails from single guys now oh Mm mm-hmm Ain't nothing wrong with single guys. I mean, like, don't send dick pics. Or maybe send dick pics. I don't know. If you send dick pics, we're sharing them with everybody. (laughs) So you better come correct. (laughs) Um, All right. So, um, but yeah, please uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, Check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. We're on a whole bunch of other um, um, podcast uh, playing apps. I've come to find out. Yeah, actually, if you just Google our uh, title, you can find us on a bunch. So please do um, like, share, subscribe. All right. Yes, all right. So we'll probably mention it again. But, yo, Amore Getaways having their cabin getaway in West Virginia. They got two cabins. um, And there'll be more information in it uh, about this uh, cabin getaway in the show notes. We will certainly be there. This should be interesting because this should be one of their largest groups. Um, I think this might be the first time they're having two cabins, so that'll be interesting. There's a whole bunch of icebreakers, naughty games. They cover brunch. Uh, I think they cover another meal. Um, And um, we get to bathe in a bathhouse, folks. 
We can't wait to review this uh, experience. We've heard great things about it. Um, if you're interested, uh, please do um, uh, look at the show notes. Send us an email. Let us know. I think there are still spaces available. Yo, these folks always sell out. So some of y'all that are on the fence that are like, I don't know. I really want to go, but I don't know if now's the time. Look, man, you only have a little bit of time to make up your mind because this thing's going to sell out. They're almost at capacity. Um, so please do join us. Otherwise, um, you can wait for the next cabin getaway if you're on the fence. I mean, they do this thing every, um, uh, every couple of months or so. Um, and, uh, they also host, uh, some hotel socials, uh, out in the DMV area. Um, and we are usually, um, at those events. Uh, if you want more information, please email us in the show, show notes and we'd be glad to answer your questions. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, um, different um different forms of non-monogamy we're not going to go into it really heavily this is just like um literally um uh, a short episode and i just i i just this has come up so many times in past podcasts that i thought it was important um to just get our raw perspective in a full episode um but first uh, I want to talk about a hit list. Hit list. Hit list. So for those of you who are Tom Cruise fans, you should know that Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible, was absolutely amazing. Um, I love... What did you think about the film? I thought it was great. Like, I was literally on my seat, edge of my seat the entire time. Like, it was so intense. Yeah. I suggest you guys go out and watch it. Action scenes absolutely awesome tom cruise tom cruise still has i mean this guy it's ridiculous like i might get into scientology because <laughs> like I, he's like 50 something years old and this he's like flying helicopters and scaling mountains and all kind of crazy stuff so i mean if it works for him i guess we might have to, you know, climb the ladder or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Um, yeah, Scientology, if that's what he's into, I don't know, man. This guy was running, like sprinting. Like, I don't sprinting know. Sprinting for an extended period of time. Like, at least on screen for 30 seconds. You don't know, like, how many times. First of all, how many takes they had to do. Mm-hmm. And then how long he was actually sprinting during those takes. Because I'm sure it was crazy. And I can sprint for, like, 10 seconds. No, I could probably sprint longer than that. No, but I, still, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able bit. to do it, like, consistent over and over again. Yeah, this, this, this movie was awesome. Um, there was one shot in this film that almost brought me to tears. Don't say anything, Belle. Mm-hmm. This one shot in the film that brought me to tears because it was so beautiful. It was perfect. For those of you who've been listening to my show, you know how important it is to me to build tension. This film builds tension, and it, it showed this shot at the perfect time. If anybody on this show, the first person that's listening to this show who can email us what shot that was, we will send you a free black ring. Um, I mean, but some people might not know what black rings are. Well, let's talk about it. What's a black ring? What? I mean, it just it's a black, literally a black ring <clears throat> that you wear on your right hand. And it's supposed to signify that you're a swinger or that you're open to opportunity that's right so if you had a vanilla party and you just want to see 
put on that black ring, baby. There might just be a lifestyler in the room, and that is that is their beacon. That is the beacon that they will follow. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a bunch of black rings, uh, different styles of black rings. But if you can guess the bomber's favorite shot in that film, right? Just describe it. Um, when in the film it took place, what was in the shot, um, and, you know, send that to me. I will uh, respond to it and then, you know, get your ring size and all of that stuff. Um, and I think that's it. And, yes, that's only one ring. I'm not going to get one for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, so, hit list. So, I want let, – let's think about the whole – Mission Impossible series up to this point. So this was the sixth Mission Impossible film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know who I would bang. I knew who I would bang first time I saw her on a Mission Impossible film. Do you know who it is? Uh, no. No, of course you don't. Because <laughs> you said the little um, spy chick was ugly. Or you ain't like her lips. You ain't like her lips. So, yeah. So there was a woman <laughs> in this film... That, you know, she was, she was all right. Um, but she just wasn't my type. Like, I like thick lips. I love women with thick lips. And, um, this woman did not, did not. <laughs> Paula Payton. She was actually in, uh, the Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol movie. That was oh, the movie. Oh, I was like, she wanted the movie we just saw. Well, no, I said all Mission Impossible movies, man. Oh, Keep up. all time. I can't remember all the movies. I think I know, though. The woman that you would bang was in the worst Mission Impossible movie that was ever, ever made. Who? Um, it was the first, I think it was her first starring role, um, maybe her first starring role in a blockbuster, but, you know, the chick from um, Westworld that you wanted to bang. Oh, Tandy Newton. Yes. Yes. She was in the second Mission Impossible film, the worst Mission Impossible film but ever. But I would, I, again, I don't remember this movie like you do. Um... But in the most recent one, the little blonde chick, mm-hmm. I liked her. She was, I like, she was cute. The chick that I don't like. No, she wasn't blonde. Who? What blonde chick? The broker. Oh, that chick. Mm-hmm. Okay, you like her, but she, she looks like weird, her. man. She looks like an alien. She does not look like an alien. She looks like the 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 ghost from that movie. Was it Mama? You remember that Mama movie? The no. title was Mama. No. Yeah, she was a tall ghost with weird eyes and like she had weird long arms. Don't you don't remember no films. It was no, film. I don't remember films because like after I see them, why do I need to remember it? So that you don't fuck around and need to see it again. <sighs> All right, whatever. Yo, that was this hit list. Yo, uh, send us an email on who you would like to bang in Mission Impossible. You don't want to bang Tom Cruise? Is he too short no, for you? Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> all right and he's crazy too why is he crazy because he's a scientologist mm-hmm. <laughs> he's crazy but your man can still fly helicopters i don't know i can't fly, I can't like, fly he a learned how to fly a helicopter for the movie for this movie there was barely movie. i don't think there was any green screen in that helicopter chase sequence if you guys see mission impossible just remember that he learned how to fly that helicopter and that helicopter scene was one of the best and most thrilling scenes I've ever seen in an action film in the last 10 years. Check like, he's, it out. he's like, he is committed. You talk about somebody committed to their art. He's like, like he's willing Jackie to Chan. die just so that they don't have to do horrible green screen, which with some of the green screen we've seen is understandable. 
but honestly, <laughs> you you would think we've learned. You know, I always thought that after Jurassic Park, after uh, Spielberg's Jurassic Park, that we really hit the cutting edge, and we haven't even after Avatar, just <laughs> not doing that well. All right, so let's move on. I want to answer an email that we got from somebody because um, Bell dropped some serious knowledge. I did. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to read this whole thing entirely through. Ooh, it's long. It's a long one. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we appreciate long emails. We're just not going to read them all on the show. (laughs) Because you have questions, and we're here to answer or try to answer or send you in the right direction. So, hello. Um, First of all, I'm loving your podcast and ecstatic that I found it. A little bit about me, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to read all that stuff. Um, So... We've been married for 11 years and have a normal marriage. Fast forward, when we have sex, it's explosive. Mm. It's so exciting that I want others to experience it. Years ago during foreplay, she asked me what I was thinking about, and I told her, watching another man hit you from the back, quote unquote. It really didn't change the mood, or maybe she had a poker face but it uh, about it, and we continued to have a great night. But we talked about it days later because I'm the communicator in the relationship, and like the bell, my wife is a, has a vanilla personality and is the critique of porn, where she's not enjoying it. Yeah, I can't stand when people just be talking about porn, and I'm trying to, you know, get my erection on, and you're like, it's oh my distracting. god, look at, her, look at her weave. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. It's distracting. As the years have gone by in the heat of passion, I've been able to mention the fantasy, um, and she actually role plays with it. For example, she went into detail about letting a guy fuck her on a lunch break. I love it, I love it, I love it. So, um, basically, they've been thinking about the lifestyle, um, and put it this way, if we went to a club or a bar, and she happened to strike up a convo with another man that she finds attractive, I would like to see her caress his thigh, or in a lounge hookah setting, maybe throw her leg over his, and maybe doing a little bit more from there, alright, you're not, you're not alone, a lot of guys like this. I would like to see her give a man a blowjob or a hand job. I would love to see more, um, but... Um, there is the reality of STDs we have to think about. Um, so I have determined I have the cuckold fantasy, but when I look at a cuckold porn, it has such slavery vibes to it. Usually has some fat white guy with a black dude with a big black dick. <laughs> Am I loyalty to my wife marriage? Um, I just get more turned on watching my wife being pleased like she does for me. I want to see where the hell the question is. his question was basically like how does he introduce her to the lifestyle like how does he make her feel more comfortable like what should be their next step okay so what did you advise for this man well first when i like really looked at what he was talking about in terms of what his fantasy was it really wasn't a cuckold fantasy Mm -hmm. it was more so a hot wife and these are all like just variations of different approaches to the lifestyle um and we'll talk about some more that in the later on but hot wife is basically a husband that gives his consent for his wife to interact with have sex with other partners right and and for her to like come back to him and tell him all about like what he what she's done with all these other partners and that kind of thing and he may or may not engage with other partners but typically not 
Okay, so a hot wife is basically like, I really like the idea of my, my, my wife fucking other men. Yes. Okay, interesting. And cuckold is a little different. There's less... Yeah, so, so cuckold, the husband's a little more involved. So <clears throat> with the cuckold fantasy, the wife um, is engaging with other partners, but a lot of times the husband isn't then allowed to have sex with the wife. Like, she can only have sex with her other partners. Sometimes in the play interactions, um, he becomes a submissive. Um, and, like, there's, like, you know, berating or that kind of thing. It gets a little real kinky. Um, but it could also be a situation where instead of the woman having the kind of having the power of who to sleep with... Like, the husband decides who and when she can sleep with her outside partners, but he's still not sleeping with his wife. Okay. Yeah. And it can go all the way to, like, breeding, where, like, she has babies by the other partner, and or she, like, has sex with, like, she lets a whole bunch of dudes bust in her raw, so they're not sure who the baby is, the baby daddy is. It's a lot. So this is just absolutely fascinating to me <laughs> because you're basically suggesting that these guys that are being, um, these guys get pleasure out of being a cuck. Yes. And wow. a husband of a hot wife. Right. I, I understand the husband of a hot wife thing a little bit more, but these guys want to be like, they want to be manhandled or they're going to, what's it? Emasculated. That's yes. the word I'm looking mm -hmm. for. They get pleasure out of emasculation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you have any idea on, on like, is there some kind of evolutionary purpose to this thing? Why are there guys out there like this? I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, like the, like the laws of natural selection says that you, these guys should have died off. That's why I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know right because they can't can't they have, can't have, have sex, sex with, with their, their partner yeah. mm -hmm. um uh, i don't know we could have a whole sec a whole episode on this and maybe we will but for I now i would like to meet like a couple couple first i yeah yeah we should do that and just like see what they're about um all right so we're just going to talk about three broad um categories of monogamy non-monogamy um so let's uh we'll just go from monogamy to polygamy with uh swinging in between uh and talk about the costs and benefits of all of them so let's talk about let's talk about monogamy so what is monogamy you're with one person you're basically with one person um, monogamy is the traditional relationship, so most people are in that relationship, or at least they think a lot of monogamous relationships are actually not monogamous, where a lot of cheating is happening. Mm. Um, but we don't need to talk about that right now, but just know <laughs> that the choice people make is usually to engage in monogamy. Um, so what are the costs and benefits of monogamy? So what are some of the benefits? Um, I mean, you know who you're going to be with forever, and they're always going to be there. <laughs> like, like, you know what you're getting, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
Like the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I say one of the benefits is most of the time you don't have to worry about STDs. Well, yeah, that. Um, you have a life partner, no real threat of losing them. Mm -hmm. um, and we all know the benefits of this kind of thing. There's love, exclusive love, blah, 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 blah. But when is someone to draw back to it? Well, you can get bored. You can get bored. It's the same old ass, same old pussy. It doesn't matter how good it is. <laughs> if you've been doing the same thing with the same person, um, you can only bend them so many rays. You can only do so many role plays, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it works for some people. I mean, some it people uh, work well with the role plays, um, you know, to spice things up. You can put on different outfits. You guys can watch porn together um, and spice things up. But Well, some would say that's moving into, like, the realm of monogamish. That's true, which is our next category, actually. No, we're talking about four things. Um, so, monogamish. So, what's the difference between monogam monogamous and monogamish? Well, monogamish, my understanding is that the lines are flexible, but it's still ethical. Mm -hmm. So, you still have conversations about it. Maybe you have a conversation about... Um, people that you would want to have sex with possibly like our hit list or you watch porn together or you go to the strip club together or something like that or separately but it's like it's not just you and your partner in the se sexual idealization of your relationship right Right, and I think monogamy, the purest form is of it, um, and this is, you know, just my perspective. Some might differ on this, but it really is like your 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 sexual uh, 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 desires are exclusively mm -hmm. for one person. So, like I you even only fantasize about that person, like right. your like your spouse, like you only fantasize, like you're masturbating, and it's only your spouse. Like it can't be anybody else. Right, you're not watching porn, not going to the strip club. Um, and so that's like pure monogamy. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think most people are not in that nah. realm. Nah. Uh, most people are on the, um, you know, monogamy side of monogamish, um, but not quite fully on, on uh, considered monogamous. Um, but monogamish sort of has these gray areas. It's a big gray area. But I think... Um, when it comes to being monogamish, what's most consistent is that people who are monogamish may actually occasionally engage in something that looks a lot like swinging. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if I meet someone or we meet someone together and like, babe, like, like, let's have a threesome. Let's just mm -hmm. do that tonight. You know, not it's not necessarily part of your lifestyle, but there are just occasions where you might invite somebody into the bedroom. And that's all they're there for. And then they're gone the next day, right? Mm -hmm. You're not forming any kind of relationship with that person. Um, so it's kind of more so in the moment. It can still be fun. Um, it can add some spice to a marriage. There's no obligation to the other person. Um, and I think in many ways it's easy to contain, you know, it's just this one time with this one person and then, you know, we're not going to do it again or we might do it again, but it's very much in the moment. Um, you know, you can choose when and where there's a lot of control there. Would you consider yourself on this, 
I mean, throughout your life, this edge of monogamish. I mean, I remember you saying you wouldn't mind having a threesome with folks, but we didn't. We weren't really in the lifestyle at that time. Yeah, I would say so. Like, I mean, obviously, like I thought about, I fantasized about other encounters and stuff like that, and I was open to inviting someone else into our bedroom. So, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um. And I think we got solicited for a threesome as well, but you one time, but you fell asleep or something. It was actually terrible. I was very confused. It was confusing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> very disappointed. So, um, so the challenges are, one, you know, there are fewer emotional connections. Some might consider that a, um, a benefit, but, you know, I like some kind of friendship. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make friendship friends this way, it's very difficult. Timing might be difficult, um, like the bell suggested here. Mm-hmm. You know, you were tired, you went to sleep, you're just confused, you don't know what's going on. Um, also, there is an unpredictability to it. Um, and, you know, these are strangers. Um, and unlike being a monogamous couple... You have to worry about putting on those damn condoms. Mm-hmm. Um, rules and limitations have to be revisited which e- with each encounter. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, what are your rules for tonight? What are you going to do? What can I do? Sometimes I can get annoying if you guys uh, haven't talked about it beforehand. Uh, this is usually done in secret. And, of course, the biggest barrier for me is, like, you know, sometimes reactions can be really unpredictable mm-hmm. if you're not used to it you're not living the lifestyle all right let's move on to um polyamorous well let's move on to swingers so this is what we are clearly yeah so what's the difference between those who are swingers and those who are monogamish so like we make sleeping with other people a part of our lifestyle um, and I think there's still, like, varying degrees of swinger. Like, there's vacation swingers. Like, they only play with couples when they're on vacation. Um, but there's folks like us where not every weekend, but at least once a month, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're playing with another couple um, or right. something like that. So it's a regular part of our lifestyle. We have established rules. We plan mm-hmm. to play with couples. Um, you know, we integrate it into, you know, just our, our regular routine. Yes, we... Um, so, yeah, it's part of your lifestyle. Um, and, you know, it's something you're doing regularly. Uh, oftentimes, you know, if we don't have anything going on in the weekend, we'll do something lifestyle related. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most of our social activities are lifestyle related it's either like family or lifestyle and occasionally there's like vanilla friends in there Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a smattering of vanilla friend stuff (laughs) right yeah swinging is all about fun there really isn't much of an attempt i mean you know there are some friendships that get built but it's really about having a good time um so the benefit of it is that, you know, some of the same benefits of um, being monogamous. Um, there's a lower risk, I think, of one benefit of like these these hidden um, emotional connections. Um, 
you know, a lot of times, oftentimes, swingers are doing this stuff in group settings, and, you know, there isn't much emotional connection. There might be friendships, but not, you know, not, not much emotion. Um, there's a lot less um, obligation um, and more flexibility in the kind of couples you can play with and, um, you know, the kind of couples you can sort of move away from if you're not interested. <laughs> uh, it's easily contained. There's There's a lot, you know, of freedom around when and when you can do certain things. Um, and limitless people can be a part of it, you know. Mm -hmm. You can meet partners, you know, new partner every weekend, and it's not a problem. Um, some of the challenges, I think, are like there are fewer emotional connections. Sometimes people get more arousal from an emotional connection, and mm -hmm. swinging doesn't allow it. Um, well, most I wouldn't often, say it doesn't allow it, but it's not common, I would say. Right. I mean, you know, when I say swinging, it doesn't allow it. I mean, it's just falling in love with another partner because they banged you out. It's just kind of not something that right, yeah. happened. Um, not, not that I've seen anyway. Um, you might... The other drawback, I think, to swinging, oftentimes you might witness your partner having sex with another partner. Some partners, some people don't like that. Um, and there is an unpredictability with sleeping with strangers. Condoms, 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 mm -hmm. um, you know, the risk of STIs, um, you Protect know. Protect yourself. Right. The risk of STIs is definitely there. There's sexually transmitted infections. Um, rules and limitations. Um, I think that's a benefit of the lifestyle. Usually people put that, to, put, put that together. But it can be a pain in the ass for people. Um and like being monogamous is done in secret. All right, so any other drawbacks to swinging? I haven't found any. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't anything. I mean, well, I you mean, know, some people be, you know, grimy or whatever. And like, just like, but I think it's like any interaction with individuals, you're going to meet people that you click with and it's great and you always have a good time and then you meet people who rub you the wrong wrong way and just aren't your people and you have to stay away from them or avoid them i mean that's but i i think that's not lifestyle swinger specific mm -hmm. i think that's just the nature of human beings and human interaction yeah i um yeah i, th I would definitely agree uh, and I want to talk about what, how swinging is different from polyamorous relationships. Uh, and the way I see it, polyamorous relationships don't necessarily put many limits on how far you can go with another partner. Um, well, yeah, because you're establishing an actual intimate romantic relationship mm -hmm. with another partner. Yes, free love. Um, Which may or may not be with your primary partner, right? Mm -hmm. So it would be like I could have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that you may or may not have relationship with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, we don't all have to be together, but we do know of each other, and that's one mm -hmm. of the benefits. Um, you know, you can have a whole different relationship. Polyamorous couples may never have sex with other people in the same room. Um, you know, these people, you know, value and, um, you know, they, they value love and uh, with other partners. Um, and, you know, 
it's interesting when I talked to the, when we talked to this one polyamorous couple. The question was, what if, what if your partner falls in love with someone else? Uh, and you know, the, the response I got was that that would be a celebratory moment for that person mm-hmm. that they fell in love with someone else. Um, so, so that's the thing. Um, polyamorous couples—they're not just. It's not just about the sex, but it's an intimate connection, much like the intimate connections that, you know, many of us have had with our girlfriends and partners Mm -hmm. and boyfriends and husbands and all that stuff. And I think that's a benefit, that there is an authenticity there, that nothing is hidden. Like you tell you fall in love with another partner, you can share that with your partner and it's not that big a deal. Um, And you can also have sex with them. Um, I mean, even if you're not poly... And you fall in love with somebody, you should still tell your partner. Yeah. Like, like y'all need to have a conversation about that. <laughs> right. And I think that's that's fine. Um, there's a lot of transparency in these couples. Um, you know, these generally uh, gender equal couples, uh, non-possessive. Um, and again, you know, what's more sexy than having an emotional connection to, to someone and then having sex with them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that can be really nice. Um, and they respect and celebrate not just sex like swingers do, but they celebrate love, emotional love. Um, and polyamorous couples and relationships can build an intimate, supportive, um, an intimate um, network, um, you know, of stronger couples and individuals. So, um, so yeah, that's polyamory. Um, I think the challenges are like... With, like, two girlfriends, I mean, it must be really difficult to schedule a date. <laughs> remember birthdays. But that's you, because you can't remember nothing. Yeah. And this is why you should be happy you married me. <laughs> There's no way I'm stepping out of this relationship and adding another birthday to remember. <laughs> um, trying to get alone time can be difficult. So, did you ever have those moments where you're like, babe, I can use some, I, I need some space. Oh, yeah, all the time. And then you got another partner you already told that to last week. <laughs> and they're like, listen, I gave you your space, sweetheart. Let's go. Mm-mm. Okay, it could be really tough to get your alone time. But I think if you're poly, well, I don't know. But I'll be thinking if you're poly, you would kind of have the personality where, what is it? Like you're an extrovert. So mm-hmm. um, being with people gives you energy. Because usually when people like need space, it's because, you know, they maybe have some uh, introvert characteristics where um, being with people drains energy from them. So, like, for me, being with people drains energy from me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I need my space. But some people, like, like they, they don't, they, you know, feed off of being around people and being social and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I would think that a poly would swing more towards those extrovert characteristics. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, I would say that you can also make the same argument that poly couples might not swing in the extrovert um, department. They might be more introvert and so want to keep their intimacy with other partners Mm. very closed and contained, although they still want other partners. Whereas swingers... You know, that might be a little bit more difficult to do, yeah. um, especially if you're the kind of person who likes group sex, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely us. <laughs> um, I think jealousy can be a bigger problem in polyamorous relationships. But, you know, uh, that how? if everybody make... is in the relationship with each other. 
Well, yeah, but I'm saying, so So imagine this. So the, one of the poly couples we had met recently had told us that his wife was not in the house because she was with their boyfriend or mm-hmm. she was with her boyfriend and their daughter. Mm-hmm. So his daughter was with her and her boyfriend. So With one, his wife. With his wife and her boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So basically she has this, you know, partner and they're taking his daughter out. So I think... I think jealousy can rear its ugly head, not in the traditional sense that, oh, my God, what's, what are you doing with this other man? It's more like, um, you know, what are they doing right now without me? Am I missing something? Mm-hmm. That kind of jealousy. FOMO. What the hell is FOMO? Fear of missing out. Oh, okay. FOMO. Uh, FOMO. FOMO. You, you, I've never heard that before. What? I swear you'd be under a rock sometimes. Where? Yeah, I'm under a rock where we don't use the word FOMO. <laughs> like, it doesn't even sound like a cool word. It's like all, like they made it a real thing. Because people be on social media all the time because of FOMO. Because they're afraid of missing out on something. What was the... Uh, like, it's been on TV. It's been on internet articles. Like, it's everywhere. Uh, uh, see, YOLO sounds cool to me. FOMO just sounds, it sounds too close to homo, and, and that's, 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 that's homophobia stuff. It is. It is. Yeah. We don't Check got room, yourself. we don't got room for that in this no. world, okay? <laughs> Throw that, keep that FOMO shit out of here. FOMO, fuck out of here. F-O-H, all right? <laughs> um, yo, uh, so... I think it could be difficult. I think money can be be a problem. So if I'm a guy and I have multiple girlfriends, I'm getting robbed by multiple women. Why are you getting robbed though? Because we're going out on dates and y'all got and we gotta pay. So that's robbery. The Steven what? No. Of course not. So when you say, "Babe, come on, I want to go out. I want to go out. I want to go out, babe. I don't really want to go out. I want to go out. I want to go out." Now I gotta go out, and now I gotta pay for some shit. <laughs> There's Are you saying of, you don't want to take me out? Well, I want to take you out. I just don't want to take anyone else out. Oh, okay. Okay. But you also kind of cheap, though. Yes, I am. So <laughs> there would be multiple angry women around. <laughs> you know, um, I, I I used to date multiple people. It's hard, it's hard work. It's hard work. I enjoy dating multiple people. No, you can date multiple people. Why you say that? Because you don't got to pay for nothing, man. It always <laughs> comes down to the wallet. That's true, but, you know. I just heard a very silly, like, I heard a very silly statement. I can't remember where, but somebody said it's easier for men to date than women. And I was just like, what? Why would yes, you say that? Yes, because men be, like, there's, there's, men have their pick of whoever they want. Sounds like women to me. No. Because there's more women than there are men. So, like, men get to be choosy. They'd be like, no, I'm not going to date you because there's all these other chicks. That might be true for black men or black men who got it going on. But that is not true for most most men. First of all, you're saying that there are a lot of women out there to choose from. And I would agree. There are a lot of women out there to choose from. But a good percentage of those women are women that nobody wants. Yes, it's true. There are women out there that nobody wants, just like there are men out there that nobody wants. What is it called? What are these men called? Uh, involuntary celibates, incels? I, I guess so. Yes, we have those. Yeah, that's everybody, right. We have a name for it. Everybody We have needs a name love. for it, Belle. 
We have a name for it. <laughs> what's the word? What's the word for women that are involuntary in, uh, 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 celibates? That's women right. They don't. They don't exist. They don't exist. I'm sure there are women that are involuntarily celibate. Maybe because they got their pussy shown shut, sewn shut. <laughs> Maybe something like that went down. <laughs> so you're saying like, wait, but you just contradicted yourself because you're like, there's women that are too ugly to like date, but then you're like, there's no female involuntary celibates. So then like, are they getting fucked or not? Okay. All right. Touche. But <laughs> I will say that. There are some grimy dudes out there that'll sleep with anything. Them women That's can definitely. True. All they gotta do is and go to vice a prison. Versa. All they gotta do is go to a prison. Do you about know what? Who? Ugly men. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, ugly women. I'm sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> what? Ugly women. All they have to do is go to a prison and get some dick. That's it. Um, Conjugal visit. Let's go. Incarcerated men can be choosy too, because all they got is time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. whatever man if i'm doing life in prison there's no telling what kind of woman i would sleep with <laughs> wait do you get conjugal girl visits if you're like on death row or on life i think you could it depends on the state oh um so uh lack of time jealousy can also be a problem less money that's how we got there less money because guys spend money dating a lot condoms <sighs> condoms are a tough one you know what you know what's interesting? You know a lot of people just stop using condoms when they become emotionally connected to someone. It's like it, it happens a lot. Mm -hmm. As if like your emotions could somehow prevent you from getting HIV. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, they can't do that. <laughs> but that's what happens. So I can imagine in polyamorous relationships that, that might happen sometimes. Cause well, they do this thing. It's called being fluid bonded. The hell is that? Oh, fluid bonded? Mm-hmm. Nah, I still don't know what it is. I mean, it's like, well, I don't know if they get tested, but maybe they do get tested. But they work it out that, you know, they're okay with everybody's fluids. And so they can have sex unprotected. Have you have you read this somewhere or are you just making this shit up? No, I read it. Like, it's a thing. Uh, are you serious? Yes. Polyamorous couples, please call in. Uh, not call, call in. Like what? Is what? Uh, please email us. <laughs> <laughs> Email us. We've already recorded this episode. Oh, and, and put it <laughs> um, All right. So I'm going to stop there. There are a lot of other gray areas here, but we're not going to go too far because we're trying to keep this episode short. Um, but let's uh, let's just close it there. Um, in this episode, we are going to not do a sticky pages what because you don't got one no no i mean we've been busy yeah we've been yeah we've been really 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 busy i mean i guess i mean i saw jim bay yeah well you know we've already talked about him multiple times <laughs> already talked about him um what we will say is that this will be i think this will be the last episode we do before we head out to Amore Getaways. Lies. Yeah. No, the Thursday right before it would be an episode. Oh, that's right. It's nine days from now. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, this won't be the... So this, so this weekend, where are we going? I don't know where we're going. We're either going to a naked beach party or maybe to a pool party. I don't know. 
I mean, we're we're doing lifestyle stuff. I know that. It's just the weather is not our friend, so we can't make concrete plans. Yes, so we are supposed to go to a nude beach party, our first one um, in New Jersey. Uh, and it's, uh, who, what's the organ? What is it called? My Wild Lifestyle. Yeah, My Wild Lifestyle. We'll be, uh, we'll be checking that out. If it rains, though, we're going to have to make some alternative plans. Uh, yeah. And hopefully those plans work with a few other couples. But I don't know that I would want to be, first of all, like, sanding your coochie is not fun. So, I don't know that I would want to be all the way nude. Oh, I probably wouldn't go all the way nude on a nude beach. I mean, but I'll, like, so then you're just gonna be regular. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be regular. I might keep my my sexy uh, underpants on under underpants. <laughs> Your sexy my, underpants. My sexy boxer briefs. <laughs> okay. I might keep those on. Um, but yeah. So this it should be a lot of fun. Um, our we our weekends in August are completely booked. Mm-hmm. I only wish we had more time. Um, anyway, um, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Again, please email, like us, subscribe. We're on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're on YouTube? You just, yeah, we're on YouTube, Bell. <laughs> we are. We're there. But we don't have videos. Yeah, but we have audio. Oh. Yeah, sometimes. I don't know YouTube did that. All you got to do is make a video and then put an, Im- I mean, make a video putting one image Using one image, one continuous image, and then just throw the audio in there. Mm. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> I don't do the technical side. Yeah, but you, you actually watch YouTube sometimes. You I mean, yeah, on. but I've never, like, listened to a podcast on YouTube. Okay. Some people out there are doing it. We got views. Oh. Sure. All right. Um, okay, so I think um, I think that's all I'll say about that. Again, I'm more getaways. Um they are friends of ours, and I think they were at Naughty in New Orleans. They were. Hey, send us an email if you found us through Amore Getaways. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, they were... <laughs> <laughs> like, we just had a mind, a mind fart blank. Um, so, new... Yeah. We'll be there next year. Yeah, we'll be there next year. Uh, if you've got a card, I know the folks were handing out those cards, um, and you heard about our show there, please uh, give us a listen. Um We'd be happy to um, answer your questions. Um, oh, if you're going to the beach this weekend, maybe possibly send us an email too. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.